At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast episode, we are doing our Rambo First Blood review. This is part of our Rambo trilogy uh, franchise review. We hope that you guys enjoy this as much as we're going to go on ahead and just explore Rambo for what it for what it is. I actually enjoyed this movie a lot. It may not be up there with all the other Rambos or whatever, but it's very entertaining. I really enjoyed it. But let's just go on ahead, just dive into it real quick. Basically, after seven years after Rambo's discharge, Ben M. Veteran, uh, he travels by foot to visit an old comrade, only to learn that his friend had died from cancer the previous year due to Agent Orange exposure during the war. So this is the thing that really got me at the very beginning of it. It starts off on us on a happy note in a sense because John Rambo's on this whole entire thing of where he wants to find his friend. He hasn't seen his friend in seven years after being discharged and everything. And then all of a sudden he gets the news when he goes over to his friend's house and gets the news that he has passed on. He had cancer. It just, and all of a sudden that's just a low blow to, to Rambo on the opening because you're hoping for this happy, kind of start to it but then it's like a kick in the balls kind of where okay john's like okay well my friend died here's a picture of my friend i'm just gonna go ahead travel into this one little small town and maybe get a bite to eat and everything and that's when everything winds up going south for him but what did you think about the opening scene and all that i mean you honestly feel for you you really feel sad for john it's just like everybody's shitting on him he didn't deserve any of this. It's like by the time everybody's protesting the war and they're blaming him for the war, where he had he had he had no he had no decision on any of this. He went to war to defend his country, and when you get when he came back, he got shit on, and mm-hmm. he got he got targeted by this dumbass sheriff. He's like, oh, he's like don't push. I was like, oh, I, I'm I'm the sheriff. I can do whatever the hell I want. And I'm like. Yeah, mm-hmm, sure. Like, yeah, you're corrupt. The, like, of course, it's a small town. Like, he's like, he thinks he's big cahoots. He can, he can walk the walk and talk. So, like, dude, he's a pussy. He is. He really is. If you actually think about it, Will is probably the most douchebag sheriff that you can actually think of. Because here's the thing: 
He even says it. He goes, yeah, I'm the sheriff around here. And you know what? I, this is a small town and it's a boring town. And I like to keep it that way because I don't like the likes of you. I don't like anything about you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on ahead and do you a favor, which is really about him doing himself, own self, the sheriff doing his own self a favor because he doesn't like John at all. So yeah. what does he do? He goes on ahead, brings him out of town into this mountain type area and because of the fact that he doesn't want him in his town. Not only that, but John is also asking him, can he go ahead and get something to eat? He goes, yeah, you can get something to eat, just not in our town. So basically, you're already dealing with an asshole and everything. And then he gets out of the car, and then John starts walking back towards the town. The sheriff stops the car and tells him, what the hell are you doing? I said that you can't come into the town. And everything. I cannot stand this guy. No. This guy defended your country. Yes, he has the American flag on his jacket. Yeah. Okay. And, no, 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 no. It's okay. But he has, like, like you said, he has the American flag on his jacket and everything. He represents the United States. He fought for our country, and you're treating him like royal shit instead of pending a medal on him and saying thank you for your service sir thank you for what you've done for us and he's treating him like back in those days like a hippie if you think about it because they they didn't they also frowned upon hippies at that time though too and stuff like that it was the uh it's the end of the age of the aquarius it's the end of that period um i want to rephrase i instead of calling him the other word i'll call him a wuss wuss is a much better term to call him um sorry if i said the other word but i say wuss is better um but no yeah, he hated him. I was like, dude, what's your problem with him? I'm like, he's seriously like you call you're stereotyping him because he he wears a, an army jacket and he's carrying a backpack. You're, it's like you're calling him homeless. Like you're stereotyping him already. You don't even get to know him. Um, and like, and then he wanted to get something to eat, and you felt like arresting him. And I'm like, come on, do you not know who you're dealing with? Um, and then 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 they take him to the police station. And that old guy is just as bad too. Like right. I, don't, I don't like the way you're looking at me, boy. I'm like, jeez, that guy just like he's 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 a stubborn asshole. And I'm like, you really mm. think you're tough nuts just because you're because you're the old you're the old man, old man, my ass. Exactly. And then also too, he goes, you think that Will was bad? Wait until you meet me. You haven't seen nothing yet. And then also too, like the thing that really pissed me off was the part where he goes, okay, after he gets done trying to put his finger, do his thumbprints and everything, and yeah. John is not trying to fight them or anything like that. He's trying to coexist into a world without war. He's not yeah. used to having his fingerprints or anything like that taken. So, of course, he's not going to end up feeling like he's being gentle or anything. You know what I'm saying? You're not, yeah. he's, you're not going to win him over willingly by doing that. He's going to, of course, he's going to wind up being tense. And that's exactly how he was. He was tense. He went through hell in that POW camp yeah. and everything, trying to survive so he can come back home and everything and salvage whatever um, rationality that he has. And then on top of that, the thing that ticks me off was the part where he goes, okay, we have to get him ready for court the next day. So what do they do? They spring him down with this big, huge water hose that's for fight, fighting fighter, fires and stuff. And there was no need of that. Not only that, but that also activated his PTSD as well. And the thing is, back in those days, they didn't know how to actually 
cope with PTSD. They didn't even never heard of PTSD or anything like that. So, so something like that is something new whenever you're dealing with that in the 1980s after coming home, of course, during uh, Vietnam War and stuff like that, though, too. But it just sucks that he got so the shaft on that so badly, you know, and then, of course, I love what he does to them. He winds up kicking their asses and everything and then runs out of the uh, the police station and everything and then takes the motorcycle this motorcycle and goes up into the wilderness and everything into yeah. the woods and it's like okay i'm gonna take you out of your element i'm gonna put you in my element i'm gonna yeah. put you through what i went through and yeah. that's exactly what i feel like with this film he put them out of the town element and mm-hmm. puts them right into the face of war what he went yeah. through yeah um i loved it when he beat up his cops um um, like like the old man, like him being the crap out of him. That was that was pretty nice to see. I hated him. Him him kind of like drop kicking Will. It was kind of cool too. Um, the only cop that I actually really liked was Mitch. Mitch was yep. the one that was like he's the one that figured out something was up on him. And if you any if anybody hasn't seen this movie in a while, um, if anybody's recognized that hey that guy looks familiar, well he was a uh, he he knows how to pick up on some stuff because that's David Caruso from CSI Miami fame of the whole one-liners i guess yeah i guess you can call that explosive situation <laughs> like him yeah, that's a very young david caruso and he's the only one that figured out that someone was up with him and and he's the only one that was being nice to him um and, right. and then it's um but yeah it's just like i just hated the cop i hate the sheriff because they're like they think like oh we're we're, we're in charge of this big small town yeah we're corrupt as hell yeah we're gonna do whatever we want with small town, psh, no way ain't gonna do anything to us. Like they don't have a care in the world. I'm like, yeah, well, that's that's your problem because you, you, you're judging too quickly. You should have waited till the information comes out. You're like Warner Brothers right now. You're being reactionary. Exactly, and then also too, they don't know how to deal with someone like Rambo or anything like that. They're a small town sheriff department. They should have at least contacted the government officials or something like that as soon as he walked into the. Sheriff's Department, to be honest with you. I mean, come on. You see the dog tags. You see the marks on the back of his back. Oh, and they man, also... That was brutal. That was really brutal. Yeah. But yet, you you see the battle scars. But you just don't give a shit. Because you're just looking down upon upon him. Yeah. And everything. And, and that's, that's really not, shitty. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, for all the hell that Rambo went through to serve this country, to, you know, defend his troops, you know, the code of honor, and you just practically, you treat him like crap, like he's a homeless person when he clearly isn't homeless. I'm pretty sure he was trying to tell you he wasn't homeless, but you're, you're too stu- you're stubborn, you're just being stubborn assholes and not, um, oh yeah, and that combat knife. I mean, you should have realized the combat knife was military-esque. Right. A matter of fact, another thing, too, that I want to bring up before we get into the whole entire thing with him being in the wilderness, though, too, the guy, the cop actually brings him 30 miles out of the town area whenever he asked him if he can get a bike to eat. That's something I forgot to mention in my in my notes and everything, though, too, whenever we were just talking about the beginning yeah. of it a little bit. But he then, like I said, he takes them out of that town element, puts them into the wilderness and stuff like that, which is something that I really liked. Uh, um, uh, Mary Mc, McGee, she says in his um, in his combat, combat knife. His combat knife, I tell you what, is badass. I love that combat knife. Uh, but yeah, and great knife. Um, I like the one in the the fifth one, the better, the the best one. 
Um, that's that his knife in the fifth one. That's that's my favorite ones of his knives. But this this one was a pretty cool one. But mm-hmm. he get to use he uses it a lot more in the sequels, and that's what I'm gonna, that's what I like about the sequels. <laughs> right, and then of course you know they also try to shave him. That's something else I wanted to bring up too, and that's also Ooh. what else triggers his PTSD. Um, then of course that's when. Uh, he, of course, gets, regains his knife and fights his way out of the police station, like I mentioned, with the motorcycle fleeing into the woods. Te- and I love how Tessel just is so stupid and oblivious to who Rambo actually is. And he organizes a search group. A town search group. <laughs> like he's a fugitive and everything. When he didn't kill anybody or anything like that. And it's just basically... All you have is a someone who owns some dogs and knows how to track somebody. And, you know, and then, of course, you know, Rambo is also... Then also, too, this is another thing that winds up happening to the old officer, though, too. This is before the tracking, right? Before they track him? Yeah. Well, him on the helicopter and, yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm like I'm 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 channeling my inner youth. I'm gonna hang outside on the side of the helicopter and shoot Rambo after I had strict orders from my my boss not to shoot, keep him alive. I don't give a shit. I'm I'm gonna get him. Yeah, well, uh, look what happens, old man. <laughs> he you winds up falling out. <laughs> you lose your balance and you fall out and he goes <laughs> flat. What a dumbass. Right, I guess uh, Great Call didn't help with that situation. No, <laughs> there's no I, getting up from that. <laughs> no, he, he needed his activia. His, um, right. Price's ballast didn't release when he died. I mean, seriously, but um, and they all blame Rambo for that because you know why? Let's blame everything on him for no reason because he threw a rock and the guy like lost that after the the pilot told him, sir. Get back inside. That's right. not cool. Do you want me to? Sh- I'll kill you too. I'm like he's like he's he really want the he want to get his he want to get his fix in for killing somebody. I'm like, geez, why not look at this your own sheriff that your your cop buddy or sheriff buddy because he he want to kill somebody and maybe he's the issue. And right. he's he's got a, he's got an urge to kill. I'm like, yeah, look what happened. Somebody died. This wasn't the guy you wanted. It was you. Because because you lost your balance on the helicopter because you're a dumbass. <laughs> or Red Foreman, dumbass. <laughs> and then of course this is when Rambo winds up retaining his gun, retaining the uh, rifle. Yeah. And everything. And then also too, also want to mention this: Rambo was going to turn himself in. Yeah. And everything. And then what does what happens? Will's group of people decides that they're going to go on hand and shoot him, sh- yeah. shoot at him, and everything. Whenever he didn't even do anything. And all he was doing was just backing up and everything. And that's like, all he was doing, surrendering. And then here they are trying to shoot at him. Yeah, and then I they wind up I, shooting. I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Then they wind up shooting at the ground and it ricochets and hits Rambo in the eye. Yeah. Um. He kept saying, I didn't do anything. And like, I'm like, I'm like it's like, I didn't kill him. And the guy's like, I don't give a shit. And I'm like, you, first you, you wanted him alive. Then you're shooting at him. And he tell everybody to seize fire. Make up your mind, crap, or get off the pot already. Jeez, what, what, like, what, like, what? Did everybody die? Like, did you kill everybody to become the sheriff? How did you become a sheriff if you're so effing stupid? And then again, it's it's a it's a dumb town anyway. So 
Right. Basically, like I said, all they can do is just small town crime stuff. They're not used to something like this. They need actual military grade people to actually help. And even the volunteer National Guard is not the way to go about it either. But we're going to get to that in a few minutes. You have a fucking guy that works for the fucking pharmacy pharmacy <laughs> on the crew. <laughs> We're crying out loud, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. But then, like I said, they get, call a search party up. They get these dogs tracking them. Uh, and then, of course, that's when they said, oh, I think he ran out of bullets. He goes, how do you know? Well, he stabbed the dog, dogs and everything, and they're dead. That does not mean anything. That's just a stealth kill. <laughs> that's all he did. And, Mary, you're absolutely right. Their town, their rules. I can't stand small towns like that or anything like that whenever it comes down to uh, people. That that character is so despicable, to be honest with you. And everything. That that sheriff is just a complete douchebag. Yeah. But go on ahead, Charlie. I know they wanted to um, say something. I, thought it was, I think yeah, I thought the uh, him in the woods sequence, I mean, it was very cringeworthy because it's kind of funny. Like, like when when you see Mitch, he's he's crawling. You see this brown thing in the grass. Like you instantly know that's a human. That's him. And he goes up and like like he stabs him in the ass or something, or he does something. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I think that. I mean, he he gets Mitch in the ass, and then it's like, and he's like he, and then you see in that, and then you see in like, and then some again. Some of it was very cringeworthy because this came out in nineteen eighty two or something or eighty nine or whatever. I forgot when. But it's kind of it's this kind of funny seeing him in the woods. Like you see this brown thing look like somebody took went to the bathroom, and he gets up and he just stabs the stabs uh, Mitch in the ass, and then then he's climbing on top of trees and you see him flying like Batman or whatever. I mean, it's just that whole sequence is actually it was kind of funny in a cringeworthy way because it's to this day it does, that doesn't hold up. <laughs> But and then um and then him using the traps like the classic wood traps I'm like and he's like in like like I said he gets some of these these shares are so you bitch we gotta get Will Will get over here <laughs> uh, and then and then like when, when Will's running you see the other guy right behind him then all of a sudden all of a sudden you see um Rambo grab him and like it's like like it just when he gets these guys and like when in a stealth way, it's just so funny because it's just right. There's even the scarecrow thing though too that he yeah. pretends that he's that there's a and then go. I think that's him. No, it's a it's a scarecrow, and and also too, I love how Rambo makes that booby trap though and hits the uh, other douchebag yeah. sheriff in in the knees and everything too. I thought that was actually good. And yes, Mary, I actually have to agree with you. They gave him a war. They didn't believe that they didn't believe. Definitely. Like I said, they took him out of the town element, puts them right into the front center into his domain. And that's John Rambo's war. Yeah. And, and, then the, other, and the other thing I wanted to add is that um, is that he ran out of bullets. Like, how do you know? I don't know. I'm like, well, maybe Rambo intentionally did that to get you guys out of here because Rambo's like he's he's a he's a combat vet. He's skilled in everything. He's skilled in stealth, guns, hand to hand combat because he he beats your sorry asses in the police station. Um, vehicle like he's he's like he's the track of all trades when it comes to a combat vet. Like and you guys, oh, he's out of bullets. How do you know? I don't know. 
And also, too, Mitch also knows that he's a Green Beret as well. So yeah. he's even telling them, look, he's a Green Beret. You don't they're need to mess with him. Yeah, they're badasses. <laughs> they're total badasses. And then, of course, that makes uh, what's that? the douche, douchebag sheriff yeah. Will more pissed off and everything like, and wants to kill him even more. And he's like, you got to be kidding me. When they tell him about the – when he's like that, I'm like, um, do you want to continue after him? Yeah, we're continuing after him. Sir, do you not hear me? Did you not hear me? Like he, like he's like, like either in my way or the highway. I'm like, okay, well, you're on a highway to hell, right? Exactly. And then the booby trap winds up hitting, um, hitting the douchebag in the knees and gets stuck into his knees. And then, of course, Will has to try and go ahead and, you know, try to take the take it out of him. But then at the same time, Rambo comes up, camouflaged in dirt and everything. And this is the scary element to me. Because then all of a sudden, the combat knife is at Will's throat. And goes, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to kill you. And that's when Will starts, to be honest with you, body bags, a lot of them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely a lot of body bags. But at that point, though... You know, that's how you have to know that he was scared. Will was scared at that moment. You see, then, crying. Like, yeah, you actually you see Will cry like a little bitch, to be honest <laughs> with you. And at that moment, you thought, okay, maybe Will might leave him alone. Nope. No. Nope. Will does not learn. Even when his superior like shows up, he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going after him. After his superior showed up. And then, then all of a sudden, you see, then the other true hero, uh, Rambo's, uh, um, his commander Troutman, he shows up talking about like, like telling him like, you need to back off. Let me take my guy home because I'm, not, I'm not saving him. I'm saving it you from him. Right. He, he started a war oh. that, yeah. Oh, I want to get to that in a minute. Okay. But there's a, but there, the news reporter made me laugh my ass off though, because yeah. of the fact that he goes. These uh, brave men are are searching for this fugitive. They've been searching all day. These brave men of the law who's helping to bring in this fugitive. I'm like, what brave men? No. <laughs> you, got, you got three men that are injured, one douchebag cop, one cop that's dead. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 the uh, the funny thing is like, and they're and they they're gonna have him within hours. Um, <laughs> you guys, not, do you seriously not know what um what a war vet is, and especially the combat is John and like what he did? He dispatched the whole sheriff, sure, and he had to call in the National Guard. Yeah, but the the, the, the reporter like he looked the stone out of his mind. <laughs> Exactly. And then, of course, like, I, I, here's the thing. I love his commander and officer where he says, I didn't come to save you. I came here. I didn't come here to save him. I came here to save him from you. Or save you from him. Yeah. From what save you from him. Yeah. yeah, whatever. It's the same idea. But, yeah. Um, but then, of course, that's when we have the stupid volunteer National Guard. Yeah. <laughs> One guy's a pharmacist <laughs> that has no idea what he's doing. He has a bazooka, never fired that thing, RPG that never fired anything in his whole entire life. I he mean, they're all scary cats. Like, to get in the National Guard, like, after Rambo was intentionally not shooting at them, you're shooting at the uh, the dirty, he's channeling in their stormtrooper, and they're all hiding like they're scared. I'm like, yo, get in there. I ain't going in there. How about you? It's, like, it's kind of like it was channeling their inner... Um, uh, what um white supremacist sequence for Django? I'm like, 
dude, what about the bags? Like, as I say, we're, we're not doing the masks or whatever. It's just like this stuff mm-hmm. bickering with each other. Get the bazooka, but I love the line by Troutman talking about, like, 200 men. I'm like, he's like, uh, there's only 200 men. It's one guy. What's going to end up happening? He's like, you're going to need a lot of body bags. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, Rambo would take out every single one. Yeah, weekend soldiers, pretty much. And then also, too, I want to go back to the uh, warning that Rambo actually gives him. But he said, I could have killed you, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So that's a warning. He's just trying to give him a warning. They're not listening. And this is also too what Mar- um, Mary or Marie McGee said. Um, weekend soldiers, <laughs> yeah, weekend soldiers, just voluntary soldiers that's there to work the weekend and everything. Just your local everyday guys, basically. They're trying to get their action junkie fix. Exactly. But then also too, um, then of course after that winds up going to hell and everything because. Even that, even one of the guys said this. He goes, "We're not supposed to go ahead and try sh- to shoot him or anything like that while he's inside the cave. We're supposed to bring him out peacefully." Yeah. Because remember, this is all happening whenever he's inside that little cave area. Yeah. And, j- and then all of a sudden they start shooting at him. So John goes on ahead and fires back, and then they fire the bazooka. The next thing you know, they said, "Oh, John was firing at us." first and so therefore we had a right uh, yeah there's a what do they call it memorial or something like that. they're posing they had this yeah. giant thing. they're all taking photos like they did some stuff like yeah we're badasses <laughs> now we got him now um you guys not and then and they declared him dead did you not check a body like seriously the thing wasn't caved in or it might have i don't know but you didn't bother to go check you start celebrating um, you can't really call somebody de- dead when I don't know. You don't see a body, and everybody, everybody is like saying he's dead. Oh, he's dead. Okay, we're done. I'm like, well, uh, dumbasses. Well, the only one that doesn't believe that he's dead is Will because he wants to see a body. So yeah. that's kind of smart on his part because he wants to see a body until well, you don't. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But. If you don't see a body, chances is the person's still alive. Yeah. And of course, that's whenever they say, "Well, we have to get a bulldozer, we yeah. and everything to c- c- break through it." Because well, <laughs> and then Will goes, "Well, that's your job. You're supposed to." But I don't wanna. I have to work the pharmacy tomorrow, and he just throws down his helmet. I'm like, okay. Clearly, you're not made to be in the National Guard or the Army or any type no. of military base. You're just voluntarily working with the National Guard. Yeah. With four people. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Troutman was also the other one that figured out John wasn't dead. Because I think he saw, I think he must have saw yeah. smoke or saw something up there further down on the top of the cave. And that's kind of where Rambo actually escaped at the like, when he got out of the cave. So Trauma knew he, Rambo wasn't dead. He was right. just going along because he think he knew he trained Rambo and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. But if you like, actually look at it though, from his perspective, he has this little smirk on his face. Yeah. So to have non-concern because he knows deep down that Rambo has survived and he trained him well yeah. enough to adapt into the environments that he needs to adapt into to take someone down if need be. Mm-hmm. So he knows that he survived. He, there's this little smirk, this little perfect smirk on his face, knowing that he's still alive, while everybody else is celebrating that he's dead. 
Then, of course, it breaks into the whole entire uh, scene where basically he's in the bar. Basically, Trentman is inside the bar and everything, too. And Will comes in and he goes, well, I'm sorry about your boy. All of a sudden now he's actually uh, thinking that Rambo is dead. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Trentman is thinking, uh, thinking to himself, no, he's still alive. I know he's still alive. And then it also breaks into the other scene where you have John lighting up, um, trying to make fire so that way he can see in the tunnel and everything so he can get out, which yeah. I love how that that angle of the camera actually is. It actually mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of a horror element dealing with Rambo and everything yeah. too at that moment because you're afraid for him. You want him to try and get out of this tunnel, but can he get out of that tunnel? That's the question. Yeah. So I definitely love that little bit of an aspect to it, how the camera just panning goes down a little bit onto him. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then, like I said, there's like this. There's a mix, a lot of mixtures of stuff in this movie. Um, action movie? No, I wouldn't call it that. I would call it more of a horror movie. There's a horror elements mm-hmm. in it. Um, and the horror mm-hmm. element is about PTSD. I mean, there's that 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 this is a horror movie about PTSD and like the, the trauma man goes through and um. Yeah, and like and like I said, Rambo is survive, trying to survive. He's like the hero, and all the everybody else is the villain. So this is like not your not a action movie by no means. Um, um, like I said, I mean, and it's more of a drama and a horror. There's horror drama, like there's, it's a horror drama. Um, and like I said, I mean, like I thought the angle was right when him, and then when he got bit by the rat, like I mean, the scene his back, the scene anything. This is just. Like it's it's like you feel so bad for John the whole movie, and then when he gets out, and then he's like, and he steals one of the uh the the the, the um gets in the car and he finds and finds the officer. It's like, um, what's in here? An M sixteen. Okay, you can leave. M sixteen. Yeah, it's an M sixteen machine that he finds. Um, you can leave, and he kicks yep. him out of the car, and then <laughs> suddenly a cop, the car suddenly shows up, and then the reaction's like, yeah, we uh. We called it too soon. He's not dead. I'm like, wow, big surprise. <laughs> Come on out on your own. And you see, I love this other thing, though, too, that Rambo does. He ends up causing a diversion mm-hmm. because he sets the, the the Humvee on fire yes. and everything near the gas station to cause an explosion for everybody else to rush out. Sheriff Douchebag will is inside the police station and that's of course when he gets that call right and then that's when will winds up being uh afraid and goes up 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 into the building up into the attic part and starts hiding out because he's expecting rambo yeah and everything and he wants to take him down as well he still wants to go on ahead and kill him and yes and i love how rambo just goes on ahead shoots the power power mm-hmm. line to one part of the town with the m60 and then you then after that moment you actually see will popping his head out like a damn jack-o'-lantern or jack-in-the-box and everything and then rambo realizes okay that's where he is that's where i have to get to so he shoots yeah. the other part of the power lines that caused the rest of the town to lose power yeah and he goes I into total stealth mode <laughs> i love the diversions like i mean the explosion of the gas station that was awesome i'm like for 1980-something effects, that still holds up. 2021. Definitely. Compared to some of the other explosions that they've had recently in recent movies that are just weak, 
I'm like, Michael Bay would be turned on by that explosion. <laughs> that's um, probably where his inspiration came from. Maybe. <laughs> but that's one explosion. And then, and then for, to get Rambo to get um, the uh, uh, douchebag cop to get, his, uh, to get his head to pop up, he caused a knife diversion in the, in the gun shop. Like, for a small town, it kind of, it's kind of fitting you would have a gun shop. Um, so, and then he takes mm-hmm. everything from the gunpowder, the bullets. I mean, that's another epic explosion right there. Luckily, nobody was in that building because, <laughs> yeah, like, same with the gas station. That was a mega explosion, not just gas everywhere, propane tanks, and then, and then the whole, a lot of the, like, and then there's like a fire they couldn't put out. And then, so he's hiding in the, the roof, and Rambo's like in the opposite side, and he look, and he sees, he sees Trotman hiding like a little bitch. And that's when he shoots the police station, and then then he gets in there, and then he shoots the uh, shoots Troutman, like uh, shoots the uh, whale in the legs, and he falls in through the glass, and that's when Troutman comes in to, to stop Rambo. Right, and you see, I love this scene because it has so much pain, so much emotion, and everything from that. It reminds me of John Bernthal from The Punisher. It's not yeah. that's not a lie, uh, because I love how he goes. Do you know what they say about me? That I'm a terrorist. I'm I'm basically someone that they look down on and everything with anti-war uh, people that are protesting against the war. Um, mental struggle with disrespect received from anti-war pro- protesters upon returning. Normal civilian life is not something that he is familiar with anymore. All he knows is how to kill, and that's it. He's just a killing machine. And I love the pain. I love the emotion. I love when his uh whenever you wind up seeing this whole entire thing whenever you see trapman just go over there and just hold him and you know just to calm him down yeah and everything and that's the only person that john trusts and trusts and everything and it's just sad that you have so it's a shame that it's not somebody from the outside and it has to be someone from the inside yeah that made you into who you are to try and calm him down and to mm-hmm. hold him and yeah. everything and tell him that it's okay you know, and yeah. yes, this line, nothing is over. That That is right. You yeah. know, it's just that pain, the emotion yeah. that John goes through. Yeah. And this is just um, sad. This is actually like, this is an interesting tidbit. And I want to mention on the Blu-ray, that scene, there's an alternate ending. And I'm glad they not mm-hmm. do that alternate ending. In the alternate ending, John's crying. Troutman's hugging him. Troutman shoots him. And kills Rambo. End yep. of movie. That that scene was an alternate ending. They almost didn't. They almost uh, took away that uh, like that our, our our privilege to watch the other Rambos because the other Rambos are like you get to see him kick ass, and that's what Rambo is. Rambo is a guy that that when there's a mission, he gets it done. But to have almost have Rambo die at that point in the right in first blood. I mean that that's a game changer right there. But I'm glad they didn't do it because we got other Rambos because we wouldn't have gone the the greatness that is Rambo four and him on an M60 turning guys to Swiss cheese. Like I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, still, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. And you know what though, I still love um, Rambo three just for that very beginning of the fight where where he's actually right. fighting with the sticks, the martial arts thing. But we're going to talk about that when we do our Rambo 3 uh, review, though. But Yeah, speaking of dumbasses, that's what Kurt Wirtz, um Red Foreman himself is in that movie briefly. Exactly. But, yeah, but uh, 
But yeah, I like Fine. the emotion in it in this one. I love the ending. Like I, I felt bad because he lost his best friends. He he saw his best mm-hmm. friend after he told him, Don't open the box from a Chinese kid. I'm like, come on, like that's common sense. Like you should never trust a kid in, overseas when you're at war because he knew something like he knew there there's a bomb in there, but it's like he feels so bad because John had his friend all over him. Like blood and his blood, his guts, and he couldn't sleep for days or weeks. He hasn't even talked to anybody. He's he's alone. Nobody's there to help him out, and he just feels so bad. I mean that that emotion right there. I'm surprised he didn't get an Oscar nom for that. Cause that's 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 mm-hmm. Oscar performance right there. Most definitely, man. I mean, as you know, everybody's like, oh, uh, Sylvester Stallone can't act. If you look at this performance and the very first Rocky performance that he did. And everything it's Oscar worthy on yeah. both levels of those films, to be yeah. honest with you. But more so on this one to me, because it hits you where it needs to hit. You know, no pun intended, but <laughs> it hits you on the emotional level, it hits you on all calibers. This is a perfect addition to a horror action type movie because you're dealing, like you said, with the PTSD stuff, you're dealing with other pain and emotions that John is going through and battling with. Another thing I want to mention is this. This movie had a $15 million budget and it made $125.2 million at that time in 1982. Man. And on top of that, until 2018, this was actually one of the biggest openings. Nice. And everything. Yeah. First Blood was released in 1982. Yep. A lot of people... Get, matter of fact, this actually got a lot of mixed reviews when it first came out as well. I mean... You know too? But, yeah, I'm, like I said, it's this is not my favorite Rambo movie, to be honest. I, I, uh, I'm on the opposite side. I, I think... I don't know if I saw this one first. I think I saw the other ones first before I watched mm-hmm. this one. I think it's just... This isn't Rambo to me. This is just a horror movie. And he's, like, like I said, I... The other ones are just so much better because you see him taking out guys that the enemy, not like, and people like they're actually there to help him. Like, yeah. Like, or they right. need help, not him getting chased out of a town because you didn't like the way he looks and, right. and he didn't, or he didn't go to men's warehouse because <laughs> they or whatever. And like I said, I, I, this one is just, it just, I'm not right, even but- it to me personally, and that's why I don't own this one in 4K. I own the other ones. But this is personally, if I had the rank, this is probably my least favorite. I mean, there's elements I liked in it, but I just overall, it's just, this isn't Rambo to me, but that's that's me personally. I can understand that though, man, because you want to see Rambo in his own element and seeing him being a killing machine because that's basically what his commander-in-chief told everybody in that town is, he's a killing machine. He taught he taught him everything he needs to know about survival, uh, about the mechanics of a gun, and everything else too, and controlling your emotions, everything. And we don't and I can understand that because you don't actually see that from this film or anything mm-hmm. like that. But you know, as far as the emotional level goes and stuff like that, it hits where it hits on that level. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. I mean, the first thing that I saw was probably Rambo 3 when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I went into Rambo 2 and then Rambo 1. Oh. 
So I went backwards. Yeah. But, he's so good though. Two is really good. Like I think I think Rambo is what kind of like made Schwarzenegger because Schwarzenegger was in the rivalry with Stallone. That's why Schwarzenegger decided to do Commando, which is kind of like a Rambo-esque where it's just one guy taking out an entire army. That's essentially what Commando was. It's not bad. It's it's classic Arnold, but Rambo was what uh, Stallone kind of started at first, and then it's a Schwarzenegger kind of because that funny rivalry that two of them had. But Rambo Two is gr- much better than this. Rambo Two is great. I think actually the second one was actually produced by James Cameron, um, and I think like yeah, I, think, I believe it was produced by James Cameron. Um, the second one's great. Third one's great. Fourth is my favorite. Fourth is just so good. It's so brutal, but so good. Yeah. Well, get this. Um, here's a little bit of trivia. The movie takes place in the fictitious town of Hope, Washington. However, much of the movie was filmed in the real town of Hope, British Columbia. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, very interesting on that part. But yeah, I, I even I get this. I even laugh my ass off whenever the kid gets stuck. Um, whenever Rainbow uh, stabs him in the ass with. The- <laughs> because I, you know the first time I've watched this because it's been years since I watched the very first Rambo movie I didn't pick up on it and then the second time me watching this film whenever I had to just recently I saw where he stabs him in the ass like, he, like it's so it's so easy it's like it's like finding um finding an uh it's not finding a needle in a haystack he's pretty visible in the grass you see a lot His of hands. Green- then you see Brown. He gets up and steps right in the ass. <laughs> Could have been his legs. I don't know. It looked like an ass. It looked like his ass, though, to be honest <laughs> with you. Basically, he got stabbed in the buttocks, just like how Forrest Gump got shot in the buttocks. Basically. Yeah. Lieutenant A. Yeah, but it's just, I just find it hysterical. I'm trying to find a, like, a funny pun. Since, again, that's <laughs> David Caruso that got stabbed in the ass. It's like, um. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out funny because it would be a pun, like a pun he would do in CSI Miami as he takes off his sunglasses <laughs> and you hear the uh, the yeah <laughs> in the background. But no, I, I can't think of anything. But this, I just remember. Oh my god, he got stabbed. In <laughs> That's one way to take a stabbing. <laughs> um. Looks like he's not. Gonna, he's gonna have a. He's gonna. Not, he, looks like he won't be able to sit well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. So, is there anything else that you want to talk besides the ass stabbing? No. Maybe mentioning, like I said, I mean, not much I want to talk about because this is a short movie. I'm I'm really looking forward to getting to the better ones because there's so mm-hmm. much greatness to talk about. I mean, the second one, that's what like that. Um, Charlie Sheen spoofed that in that uh, Hot Shots Part Dose. Um. In the second Hot Shots movie, he was making fun of Rambo, like the whole Rambo movie. Rambo First Blood Part Two is he's made he made fun of that in uh, Hot Hot Shots Part Two, which is actually a funny com- a spoof comedy if you're looking for something to watch. If you want your inner Charlie Sheen channel in his inner uh, uh, John Rambo, I don't know where you can find it. Um, you can find it on the internet, like you say. Like, you probably type, find it on YouTube to rent. Probably like Hot Shots Part Dose. Um, do uh. Ducks or whatever. Um, it's it's a spoof of Rambo: First Blood Part Two, but also yeah. too if you, also too if you're a Gremlins fan, 
in part two, Gizmo actually acts like Rambo. I don't know if you ever saw that, Charlie, or not. No, I haven't seen any of the Gremlins. I'm going to have to, after we get done doing this, I'm going to have to do a share thing with you real quick so you can take a look at it because I don't want us to go on here and get our channel kicked off. But it's hilarious because the old Chinese man and everything gets on to Gizmo for watching TV. He goes, too much TV. What's up, your brain? So next thing you know it, He's watching Ram. He copycats everything Rambo is doing to take down the other gremlins. Nice. <laughs> so you know, but yeah. we'll we'll watch that in a few minutes. Um, but also, if you want your Rambo fix or John McClane fix, uh, if you have the new Call of Duty or you're playing Call of Duty uh, Black uh, Black Ops Cold War or Warzone, um, for 13 days there's an 80s action fix event. Um, you have to pay, like, get, like, Call of Duty coins to get the skins for John Rambo or John McClane. It's a John off or whatever. Um, so, like I said, if you're in Call of Duty for the next 13 days or whatever, um, you'll see a lot of people as either John McClane or Rambo with the hairdo running in, shooting, whatever. If you got your Rambo fix, you got that, too. <laughs> right. And, of course, Mortal Kombat. Rambo's on that one, too. Of course. But- all right, guys. Oh. No, he's not on there. Okay. Oh, on the back, he is. Okay. With the T eight hundred. All right. So, with that being said, guys, that's gonna do it for today's podcast and everything. I hope that you guys enjoyed our Rambo First Blood review. We're gonna be doing the rest of the Rambo trilogy pretty soon, so go ahead, stay tuned for that tomorrow night at eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific Time. We are gonna be doing a spoiler review for Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's new zombie film. Then. On Saturday, we are actually going live again, and we are doing our uh, mental health movies as part of our mental health movies. Silver Linings Playbook, which we're going to have Sarah from Go Get That Rose back on with us again. We're going to be talking about that movie. So go ahead, check that out at 8 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time for that one. And then, of course, meet us back here again Sunday at what time did we decide on for Deadpool 2? I'm not sure. Maybe nine okay. o'clock my Eastern time. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's Yeah, like, that sounds about right. Perfect. Yeah. I, I wanna say about nine Eastern. We'll like that one yeah, we'll we'll keep in touch on that one. But always until next time, guys, I can't wait to do this again. Also, too, if you guys want to go on ahead and hit that like button, hit that hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. Also, too, if you want an audio only podcast episode of this show, go on ahead and go to wherever you guys get your podcast at and everything. Go on ahead, subscribe over there. Also, too, we're having a little bit of a hard time with um, with Apple Podcasts right now and stuff like that. They actually took my podcast off of uh, off of the Apple Podcast, but you guys can actually get me on Spotify and all wherever else you guys get your podcast from. Again. Go on ahead and also, too, if you have five, maybe $10 that you want to donate to us and everything, how do you do that? Just go to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. Of course, go on ahead and follow us on Facebook at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite underneath the same brand for Pinterest as well as Instagram. Go on ahead and follow us on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit and also on Stereo at Movie Lovers Unit. Then, of course, go on ahead if you want to reach out to me through 
via email, just go on ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. For your, all your entertainment needs and wants, just go on ahead and go to www.movieloversunite.com. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. Thank you, Charlie, for joining me as well. And I can't wait to do this again, guys. And bye-bye. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast go ahead go to audible you're not going to regret it they actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on you can actually go on ahead go to the link and it'll bring you up to that trial and a matter of fact every month members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digest from the new york times the wall street journal and the washington post as well as guided meditation programs another thing too guys that's not all they have they also have they also have finish if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021 they have stuff for that too like finishing more books or becoming a better parent leader or a person how-to books which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.